Megan, I think it's safe to say that we're not really in the hot take business as a uh, as an AEW podcast because we record our dynamite shows on Thursday nights and we record our collision shows, you know, on Sundays and and we record our pay per view shows on Mondays typically. But uh, but tonight, for the first time since August twentieth, two thousand and twenty one, we are coming to you right after the end of a uh, of an AEW television show. It is our fresh, hot reactions to the uh, the what is it the the July. I can just look down at the date on 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 the bottom right hand corner of my screen, and it's correct. The July twenty second, two thousand twenty three edition of Collision, and uh, how exciting that we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. This is the Elite Beat, by the way, and my co-host is Megan, and my name is Andy. Yeah, yes. and it's Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. yeah um yeah so uh without further ado why don't we why don't we talk about this show from top to bottom um so your your camera's doing weird stuff sometimes when i move it like unfocuses and then if i like put my hand really close and pull back it sort of like gets it it'll come back there we go oh there you are okay cool yeah, yeah. i was wondering that was weird. I've never noticed that before. It's freaking out. It's Saturday night. It does not know what to do. No. Um, okay, let's talk about it. They were in uh, the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. Um, once again, Ian Riccoboni. Uh, so good. Okay. <laughs> Godsend. <laughs> uh, and uh, in our traditional collision <laughs> pre-hype uh, pre-show uh, videos, we got promos from the acclaimed. Um, actually Andretti and Dante or Darius Martin and, uh, Bullet Club Gold and Ricky Starks. And, um, the first thing we see tonight is Tony Schiavone welcoming Ricky Starks, the winner of the Owen Hart, uh, tournament, the ring. And <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen a man get so much pyro. I this is like, he... this is like the pyro that happens at the end of WrestleMania. He won the Owen Hart tournament. He had the belt with him, which Adam Cole never did, nor did Britt last year after winning. So he is worthy of pyro at this point. Also, he has a bag with him. It's empty, but he just wanted to show it off. His Louis bag. Yeah. And also, he pointed out he's wearing Prada shoes. He's in full heel mode. So I'm like, after after you know after the thing I said a couple weeks ago, I'm like I'm right back on board with uh, with absolute Ricky Starks. Yeah, I didn't realize he got like a big uh, pay bump for winning the Owen Hart tournament, but I guess he did, well, and he went on a spree. I tell you what, maybe that, maybe that, uh, maybe that celebration, that fireworks celebration, was going to be even bigger because uh, I think Ian Riccoboni said that's got to be a hundred thousand dollars worth of fireworks, and all I, all I could think was, <laughs> if I was the wrestler who they were doing a hundred thousand dollar display for, I would have been like, could you make it like a fifty thousand dollar display and give me a fifty thousand dollar bonus instead? <laughs> I would have been like, I don't need pyro. Just give me that money. Yeah, yeah. Just, that's all I could think. All I could think while I was like, while I was watching that, and I was like, if that's anywhere close to true, if I were a wrestler in that company, I'd be so mad. Yeah. Also, but along the same lines, I feel like it is very much similar to that time Michael Cole claimed that the hollow steel steps were three hundred pounds, and I just. I'm just like, no, they're not, Michael Cole. That's a wild claim to make. I guess that's true. But I, do you recall like the very beginning of AEW when they did the um, 
the outdoor press conference outside of Daly's place and or like in that parking lot in Jacksonville or wherever they were. And um, the BTE that followed it, that kind of like had a little behind the scenes look, it was Cody and the Bucks. And they were very excited about that. They actually got some pyro. And I think they were saying like, I think that's like 20,000 bucks right there. (laughs) God. Yeah. Yeah. So I have no idea how much this stuff costs. No, me neither. It's, it's it happens so fast too. If, if that was a hundred thousand dollars, man, it only lasted like double seconds. I know. As I was growing up, we would always have fireworks at the Park of Roses, where actually where uh, Jenny and I got married. Um, they would always do Fourth of July fireworks there. It was kind of like um, the Clintonville fireworks Mm -hmm. and every year without fail like up until like a week before there was always this like it's not in the budget this year guys sorry we're not gonna have the fireworks (laughs) they always end up having it anyway i don't know exactly what happened but i i i thought of that too just like god these things must be expensive things that explode i guess are expensive yeah yeah um so anyway so ricky starks is out and uh you know, he he very much blows off the idea that it's any kind of big deal that he cheated, which I appreciated. He acknowledged he did it, but he doesn't care. <laughs> it's fine. Who doesn't cheat? Come on. And then, um, yeah, he also blew off a question about Jushin Liger. Um, he said, Jushin Liger's a legend. No disrespect. Moving on. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, CM Punk comes out. And uh, it's funny because, like, it's it was one of those crowds where it was like you know we were wondering how, how are these american collision how are these american colliders going to react to cm punk live and it was very negative at first um and i guess we'll talk about how it went later in the night with it but uh but anyway so it was very negative but he kind of i feel like he he's so good he talks so good that even even when he was like insulting their hockey team he was still like kind of i think winning them over a little bit but um he uh, he basically said that he can live with the loss. It's not that big a deal. It's not like he's never cheated. But he wanted to know if Ricky Starks could live with winning that way and knowing that he could never actually beat CM Punk in a fair fight. And Ricky's like, yeah, yeah, I just said I was cool with it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Although he did have a look on his face like, oh, that's that's annoying to me. Well, yeah, he and he also made the comment that was like so bitchy, but so great. He's like, that bag of yours is just as empty as mine. It's like, true. Punk, that pissed bag. Punk off. Punk like turned on a dime, walked back down to the ring, um, and uh, he referred to uh, Little Max as the the fake champion, and uh, and he called himself the real world champion. Then Luchasaurus and Christian, Christian Cage, the real TNT champion, comes out, and and you know you texted me as you were watching this segment and just said that Christian uh, Christian is. I think you said Christian is great. Just basically <laughs> Christian rules. Yeah. Christian rules. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cause I had a joke after that. Um, but, and he, he did have the great line of like, what kind of man carries around a title that he doesn't win? <laughs> <laughs> said with the straight face, even though the crowd immediately was like, boo, <laughs> which is weird because like, like CM Punk did win the title. I mean, and he never lost it, you know? So, I mean, there, there is like, you know, there is a claim there. It's Christian. He's a, dick and he's so good at it i also love that he just came out because he's like this is taking too long and i was promised television time uh i am the true champion of tnt so like let's move along boys 
So Kristen's getting ready to leave because he's just like he's had it. Um, and then uh, Darby Allen like blows by him on the ramp. Darby Allen, who is now the number one contender to the TNT title, though he doesn't get a shot until All In um, or All Out. I think All Out. Yeah. Uh, it's it's, it's weirdly long. Yeah. Yeah. What? It's over a month away either way. But um, but he's basically just comes down and sets up a tag team match, and he wants. Christian, not Luchasaurus. And Tony Schiavone says, oh, I just got word in the in my ear that uh, Tony Khan has made this match official. But then Tony blows the announcement of the main event and says Luchasaurus instead. So so uh, Darby has to be like, you mean <laughs> you mean Christian? He's like, yes, I mean Christian. <laughs> and then there's like the Either graphic, or. Pops, up. The graphic <laughs> pops up like in the middle of the speech. And it's just like, OK, all right, this is. Uh, it's like a foreshadowing of production issues to come on this show tonight. Um, what is ha- like AEW? Yes, we will get to it. But this is a team of professionals, and frankly, I have I have had some grievances with this week and and not last week, but I guess Dynamite. I don't know. They're just mm, seems like a rough. No, it was last. It was last week. On it was it was Collision last week too. Oh yeah. Okay, it does go as far back as last week. It's like yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so anyway, so I thought a, a pretty entertaining opening segment, though, overall. Yes, I love heel Christian. I love heel Ricky. You're right. I, I tried not to get off board with him because I, I liked him so much as heel. And then he went face and I was like, OK, well, they're going to push him. And then he had a really weird trajectory. And now that he's back to being a cocky dick, I think, great, this is your strong suit. <laughs> like I can get get on board with it. So. Yes to all of this. Um, and Darby and Punk are friends because, of course, they are. So I believe this this team up for the tag team. Christian looked unhappy, but that's just all part of his charm. He doesn't want to wrestle. No, he's like the MJF of that team. Uh, so next up, we had our opening match of the night. The Bang Bang Gang, Jay White and Juice Robinson representing Bullet Club Gold. Uh, the guns were out there with them. Austin Gunn screaming. Bang, 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 all the way down the ramp, which I feel like Jay White looked at him like, fucking shut up, dude. <laughs> it was like that time Ortiz just kept yelling the best. Yeah. The best. <laughs> we get um, it. Yes. But they uh, defeated Action Andretti and Darius Martin, who uh, were, who I think, I think Andretti and Martin won a match on the Ring of Honor pay-per-view last night. Yes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they were trying to do a lot of tie-in with the ROH pay-per-view, which apparently, like, reviews say it was a great show. Like, you know, obviously, like, a terrible build because they didn't even have a card together until, like, you know, a couple days before. But everything seemed to deliver in the ring. Um, and uh, the they main evented with uh, Willow and Athena. Yes, I did like to see that clip because they showed it um, before the women's match of this show. But, yeah, it – I just – I just don't want to pay $50 for a ring of honor pay-per-view when there's so there's like other pay-per-views coming up and we just had a pay-per-view. And also one that like, they didn't even tell you what was on it until like right before blood and guts. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. No. Claudio is uh don't worry. And, and yeah. And, and it wasn't even, it wasn't even until the next day. They, it wasn't even on blood and guts. They just like shot the angle for the, for the match. It was like, Oh, well, I mean, in two days there's a pay-per-view, I guess maybe pack will be his opponent. <laughs> and he was, um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, I think this match was 
I, this team, Bullet Club Gold team, um, the Bang Bang Gang, is like really just every week winning me over more and more. And uh, like you know, I, I've always been a Jay White fan, and he's like he just has like a complete mastery of the crowd um, during doing these kinds of TV matches. And uh, uh, Juice is like I don't know, like his his kind of like frenetic yelling is uh, is starting to win me over too. <laughs> he still is just. His energy is so... He's got weird energy. I feel like Jenny should be here saying that because if anyone has it, it's him. And I'm not saying he's won me over yet, but I think with Jay White there to temper him, it's been a lot better for me, like, just accepting him. Um, Also, I think Darius Martin has made a comeback now. Like, he was a little rough at the beginning when he first came back from his injury, but he looked really good in this match. So I think he's maybe getting back into the swing of things, which is great. Hopefully Dante can also get there and maybe they'll get to be brothers doing a tag team again sometime. I I, I am starting to doubt that, but I, I, I really hope for it because it's just like, it just seems like every time one of them gets back, the other one gets hurt. Oh, yes. Is there, I mean, is Dante like, is he out for an extended time? It seems like he's been gone for a while already. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, Jay White gets the win on, uh, I think it was on Andretti with the Blade Runner. Yeah, it was a really horny pin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the guns uh, put the boots to the to the good guys afterwards and throw them out of the ring. And then they also, all the bad guys celebrate together. It's fun. Um, we do get highlights of the, like basically of Willow Nightingale's week as we see her uh, win the Owen Hart Cup from last week. And then see her match against Athena which was apparently it was great. Um, Rick Abani called it the best women's match in the history of ring of honor. Mm, uh, I would love to see it. Yeah. And <laughs> funnily enough, uh, like they, uh, they didn't actually tell you the result of the match. I guess, I guess maybe they're protecting the, the, the replay buys. <laughs> yeah. I was so confused by that. It was like, because they said like it was a good night for Willow or some something that implied, but he never said the words like she won. So I was like, did she win? So I'll tell you, she did not. Athena won the. Okay. So that, that's it was even more. It's even more perplexing if you know that Athena won the title. Okay. Or you know that Athena retained the title rather. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, I I was a little confused about how they framed that, and I'm just like, it, it's over. You can tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Actually, the other, so I'm just trying to think if there's anything else we should say. Just, oh, um, so the, the, the one title that did change hands on that show, um, the Lucha Brothers lost the tag titles to uh, Aussie Open. So um, okay. hopefully that means, hopefully that means like more consistent appearances from Phoenix and Penta on um, AEW television again. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, they could I be colliders. They'd be good colliders. Yeah, and I saw. Uh, I did watch Rampage this week because you know oh, there was a royal, so for you. a royal rampaging, and yeah. Alex Abrahantes was there with Commander, and I just yeah. saw him and was like, "But where are your boys? You know, Pack's back, and you're out here with Commander." Who did? Did you, you see know. that they? Did you see that they uh, announced a match for Dynamite between Pack and a luchador named Gravity? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. I don't. Well, know what no, isn't, isn't like like Pac is the whole like like the man, the man that gravity, that gravity forgot. forgot. Yeah. Did you see somebody had a sign that said the man that gravity remembered? No, but that's 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 funny. Yeah, somebody was trolling Pac, but yeah, I'm just like, okay, so he's not going to 
lose to gravity, though. I mean, I get the pun they're going for, but or the joke they're going for, but he's going to win, right? He's packed. Uh, I think so, yeah. But uh, gravity did beat Commander on the Ring of Honor pay-per-view to presumably to set that match up, though. Oh, is gravity? So is he like a? Was he like a Ring of Honor person? I just assumed no, I think it was like a, local talent. No, I think he's a, like a real deal luchador. Um, okay. Okay. I, honestly, I, I've never seen him wrestle before, so let me see. Mm. Gravity luchador. Um, Tough SEO with that gravity. From. Uh, uh, he is. Yes, yeah, so I'll continue without supporting you. Oh, he is. Um, he's 25 years old. Uh, he is the brother of Bandito. Oh, okay, that's fun. Yeah, apparently he had a match on Dark back in February before that uh, went away. Okay. Well, he's new to me, so. Yeah, big same. Because I definitely stopped watching Dark by that point. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Next up, we had. Miro in action and he's walking down the ramp and I'm like, I noticed like that when they showed the shot of the ring at the first, like, there's nobody in there like, <laughs> who is, who is going to be in action against Miro. And it's because his opponent actually was going to get the second entrance apparently. Uh, but Nick Camaroto comes the, of uh, late of the factory, uh, comes sprinting down the ring and ambushes Miro. He did not, he didn't get the call to join QTV. Apparently, I guess Aaron solo got to, got to come over, but not, not Nick. Um, he was not in his like weird pimp attire that he had been affecting near the end of that run. But, uh, he was just in his gear and I, I got excited cause I always get excited when I see Nick Camaroto and, uh, he got some offense early, but of course Miro, uh, Miro withstood it all and, and, uh, beat him with the, uh, the game over. But he didn't tap out. No, he just it, passed. He just like he just passed out. He went went to sleep real fast. Yeah. So is I mean you know maybe Mr. Freak Beast maybe they're protecting him on just like a little. Mm-hmm. Maybe. maybe. Um. But no, as usual, there's nothing actually happening with Miro. They just have to like alternate between squash match and promo package like week to week to to keep him busy. I don't know like. <laughs> I would hope that they have a plan for him because his whole, he turned down whatever Tony Khan pitched him to go back to dynamite. And so I'm assuming that if he's showing up on collision, they have a plan to do something with him that he has presumably agreed to. So I maybe, when... maybe, what he, maybe what he has agreed to is just that like, okay, I will win. I will win every one of my matches and I will get a uh, promo package time. And you never have to actually like put me against anybody important, but I never want to lose. Maybe that's maybe it's that important to him. Look, that would be a wild ask, but <laughs> I guess I guess it could be that. Hi, I just come out and squash people. It's great. Um, we get a um, they really what I thought was a really good highlight video for FTR, kind of covering their whole history in the promotion, starting with the time they drove their truck to Daly's place, um, which I vividly remember. So, Yeah, uh, I was charmed to see it, though, again, because I'm like, oh, I oh, totally yeah. remember this. Oh. That was a cool, that was a cool moment. Um, and, uh, yeah, this was, uh, this was good. And it was kind of like, as everything, like, kind of right up until last Saturday with them retaining over uh, Bullet Club Gold. And uh, we hear that we will hear from FTR later tonight. 
World Trio's title match, and unexpectedly, a very emotional beat on this show. Um, <laughs> House of Black, uh, Brody, Buddy, and Malachi retain over the acclaimed uh, Bones, Caster, and Gun. And first things first, do you think Malachi Black just like made a mistake while trimming his beard and then was like, oh shit, okay, I have to go all the way? Or do you think he actually planned to, to be clean shaven for a while? Because I was it was very alarming to see him clean shaven. Um, so I don't have a beard, so I don't know, but how big of a mistake do you have to make to take the whole thing off? Like, couldn't you like if there was a mistake, couldn't you just sort of like trim it down to still have some? Or is it like, oops, my trimmer touched my skin and now there's just a hole in the beard? Well, that's the thing, because it looked like it had grown out a little bit. But like he had some stubble, but it was definitely it definitely looked like he had shaved, though. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it it's hot these days. Maybe his face got hot, but maybe maybe he has like a very dramatic character driven reason for it that we'll never find out. Maybe there's some lore behind the spear shave, which you hate, that, but I love that reminds me. Megan, and I didn't I didn't click on this link because I don't fucking care. I should have forwarded <laughs> to you, though. Uh, maybe I'll try to find it later and forward it to you. But like there. Apparently he gave some interview on a podcast or something where he explains like in, in Canon in character in kayfabe, like the transition from Alistair black to Malachi black, like why he is now Malachi instead of Alistair. <laughs> and the yes. answer is apparently not WWE owns that name. <laughs> I mean, that is the non K that's the shoot reason, but I would love to hear the kayfabe evolution of, well, Alistair turned into Malachi, and this is how. Um, and because that exists, I'm going to say he shaved his beard for a canon reason, and we may never know it. Or maybe it's on a podcast somewhere right now. But yeah, I, with the shoot reason probably being it's hot. It's hot, and a beard is uncomfortable, and the heat is what I've heard from you. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. face gets hot. So maybe he was just like, it's a lot for summer. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'll buy that. Um, I mean, it just means if that's the reason, then Brody King is a much tougher man than him. I was just thinking that. But also, I mean, this question's only you can answer. How how aggressively do you have to be shaving your beard to make a mistake like that? Or is a mistake easy to make? I don't understand. Um, I mean, I, a mistake is, like, it depends on what, if you, if you were trimming your beard and you were using, like, um, like, you know, a rate like a, a tra- like if you're using a razor, like it's pretty hard to make a mistake that bad because it's a pretty slow, delicate process. But if you're using like a beard clipper, like clippers, basically, um, yeah, it's pretty easy because you could just like uh. just kind of like, you know, like mow a strip that you didn't mean to mow. You know, it's like, oh, it's gone. You know, it's like, OK, that's gone now. Okay. Um, but I don't know. He doesn't he doesn't strike me as a guy who. He strikes me as like a guy who goes to barber. She like goes to like fancy barber shops, and which is apparently like what I do now too. So I, sh- I shouldn't say that. But uh, I was gonna say maybe he goes <laughs> to like the chain you go to, but wherever he is, maybe, yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, the acclaimed are making their entrance. Uh, Caster is doing his rap. Said something about drugs at the White House. I don't. I must have missed a story this week. I don't know what that is. Oh um, yeah, they they're trying to find cocaine at the White House. Who's they? I. Th- think the fbi i don't know it's like or they found some cocaine in the white house and then they're like but whose is it that i i too do not follow the news closely i think there's just like 
Hunter Biden, did he do cocaine in the White House? <laughs> I think. I mean, probably. I I would assume a lot of people have done cocaine in the White House. Yeah. Is that unfair yeah. to? I mean, Hunter Biden is a drug addict, and I mean, you know, if he's is, at, is, if he visits the White House, I don't know that how much often he does, but he probably, yeah. Anyway, um, I don't really uh, care what the son of a president who doesn't have a government job does. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of people do cocaine. It's yeah. uh, it's just a thing that happens. There was, did you? I did not hear the reference Caster made that made Buddy Matthews literally fly oh, from go- the ring. Made him go fucking turbo. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I was about to, I was about to mention that. I didn't. It must have been something alluding to Rhea. That's that's that's. It would, it would have to be right. Yeah, that's what I assumed. But I'm like, man, I missed it. Like, flew right by me. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't hear anything about Rhea or Dom. But there must have been some. <laughs> I didn't hear mommy or poppy, and I'm like, that's the only context I I can be for sure. He's making a joke in. I don't know. So um, this was short, but I actually I really, really liked it. It was super action packed. It was like it was so fast. And I was like kind of stunned when it was over. Um, I I noticed while I was watching the match that like Billy Gunn especially looked really good in this. His like he was like throwing these really good looking right hands. He was he was like a house of fire on his hot tag. He, you know, he did the like avalanches in the corner. He looked great. His timing was perfect. And I guess it figures that he probably wanted to have like a really good showing because he got black masked. He got pinned. The House of Black members all like kind of said something to him as they were leaving the ring. And then Billy Gunn untied his boots, which takes a very long time if you wear actual wrestling boots because they have so many laces. Um, yes, he was there for a bit. <laughs> the crowd is like melting down about this. It's just like, don't like, like you, I think they start chanting, you still got it. Um, I think once they realized it was actually, it was happening, no matter what they did, they started a, oh, scissor me daddy chant. Mm-hmm. Um, Bowens and Caster are both just like, what the fuck? They can't believe it. Um, Billy takes his boots. He leaves them in the ring. He walks up the ramp. I was like, oh, please don't slip on the, on the ramp with your, with your, I was like, your long socks. Your um, legs are skinnier than they look because of the boots. <laughs> I was just very focused on how skinny his legs were. But also, I had the same thought. You have socks, and that ramp is slippery. Yeah. His cake, he looked like, um, he looked like, what's her name, uh, Araminta, uh, walking down the aisle in the, in the, at the end of Crazy Rotations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's yeah, the only place sense. you'll ever, you'll ever hear that comparison. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so he, he leaves, and, and his boys are very sad, and Bowen's, uh, looked like Bowen's was going to take his boots uh, for him. So, uh, I don't know. Do you think we've actually seen the last of Billy Gunn, or is this part, just part of a storyline? I don't or, know. I mean, or both. Is it, it was it, so it's part of a storyline, but also the last of the last match of Billy Gunn. It was so sudden. Like, he had not teased this. He had not... There were no, like, backstage things being like, guys, I don't know. Like, I think... No, I there think... was. There was. After they lost to House of Black the first time, Billy was... Billy told them that, like, you know, I, I feel like... I'm the one who let us down because he got black masked in that one too. And I feel like I got, we, I let us down and I think, I don't think you're going to be able to win the trio styles with me. And they were like, no, 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 we got this. We're definitely going to win the trio titles. Okay. Well, that was a while ago and I yeah, clearly and, forgot it. <laughs> and all they've done is win trios matches since then. So it's, it's yeah. easy to that it was a, it was an issue, but yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know enough about Billy Gunn's, I guess, like, is he, you know, in real life, is he to the point where it's like, 
this hurts a lot <laughs> and I'm a little tired because they don't really ask him to do much on the show and he seems like he's having a lot of fun. So I would think that, no, this isn't a real retirement unless I'm misreading it and he actually is like, I'm tired of doing this. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, um, So his birthday is on November 1st and he will be 60 um, on that day. And I, I, maybe it's like made a promise to his wife or his kids. <laughs> like I'll, I'll get out before I'm 60 or something like, I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't really know the answer, but he's um, God, he's just been, he's been around forever now, you know, cause he, he debuted in 1989. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So he's been wrestling longer than Jericho. Wow. Okay. But it's like, he moves and looks better than Sting. No offense, Sting, but yeah, really he does, done yeah. clearly um, through help of drugs, probably <laughs> has got like a very in shape physique. And he, again, he just seems like he's having fun. And they don't like, they don't have him like doing crazy spots. He usually just accompanies. Yeah, I find hope- out. I hope they're not going to break up the act because the act is so over, you know, like, yeah, don't do that. Um, I guess, I guess we'll see where it goes. Um, you'd think that maybe it, it, it culminates with them finally, like on the third tribe, winning the trios titles from the house of black. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe they do a thing where just, he has to like get his confidence back, you know? Yeah. I, I hope that's the way it goes because it was so sudden relative to how they've been doing i'll say Mm -hmm. and even max and anthony bowens looked like what's happening why why so it's not like in storyline they seem like they should have expected it um but yeah like i don't want to break them up and what is going to happen to all the scissor me daddy ass merch you know we gotta keep making the merch gotta keep doing that chant you can't take Mm -hmm. daddy ass out of the mix no, I don't think so. I mean, unless he's like getting ready to leave the company or something, which, you know, and we don't know about it then. Oh yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. So that's one to, that's something to keep my, uh, your eye on. I, I thought that was a pretty, like, it's kind of like one of the highlights of the show for me though, this week. I thought that was pretty interesting. It was, it kind of made me, it made me upset though. I'm like, no, daddy ass, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> your boys. We get a recap of the Royal Rampage. Um, the Darby Allen one. Uh, so you saw that show. I did not see that show. Um, wh- was it like last year's Royal Rampage in that the Battle Royal was like most of the show? Um, yeah. Well, yeah, because it was only an hour long show. And they had like the two rings set up. And I don't know if they did this last year, but this time they would have every other person. Like there was a ring with the red ropes and the blue ropes. And so each time someone came out, they like had to go to one specific ring. I think they did that last year. Okay. Cause I was like, oh, are they not allowed to cross over ever? Cause like most of them didn't. But then at critical moments when, you know, like a teammate was going in the other ring and was going to get like thrown out, someone would randomly go over. But for the most part, they like very, kept very separate their groups. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, it was fun. And, as you heard, Darby got the win. He he um came down to him and Swerve, and he did a tope through the middle rope while 
Swerve was like standing on the apron. So he took him out, but he went through the ropes instead of over. So, and also Swerve hit the ground first. So that's how he got the win. But, um, Swerve having a, having a rough go of it in battle Royals, uh, lately. Yeah. Well, he and Nick Wayne started out in their ring and it was, uh, Darby and, Oh, I forget who started out, but, um, so like Nick Wayne, was doing his thing. Uh, and again, he lost. Like, I, I was like, oh, it's going to come down to Darby and Nick Wayne. And then Darby's going to be like, I'm your mentor. You got this. And then, like, let him win. Um, or something <laughs> like that. But Nick Wayne no, got should be, tossed I'm out. Your mentor. I'm not going to let I'm not going to give this to you. You have to earn it. And then he beat his ass like a Morpheus, like come at me. Um, yeah. yeah, but Nick Wayne, again, I thought it was like I was like, oh, they're going to give this is his spotlight moment because his debut he lost. No, yeah. he got tossed out, but he did. I, last. Think, that's, I think that's good. I think I think the, like him beating Swerve on TV should be a quest. Yes. And Swerve was the one to toss him. Yeah. Makes but, sense. But um, also, I don't know if it, it it'll probably come up, but the mogul. Uh, and embassy, they there was some crack showing. Like Big Bill was it? It was Big Bill, Brian Cage, and Swerve were in the side with Nick Wayne, and Big Bill was trying to get Nick Wayne out, and Nick Wayne had him like he had him headlocked over the side of the rope, and Swerve came up and just tossed Big Bill out, and then Brian Big Bill's Bill's not part of Mogul Embassy. Well, Brian Cage was like, "What the fuck, dude?" Oh, so maybe like. Maybe are we heading towards Big Bill and Brian Cage being like a real deal tag team because they did well in the. Yeah, because I think Brian Cage was like, that's my bud. And they're, that's... you know, they were working together. I thought they were a cool tag team. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be against that. I mean, it's a big guy tag. But yeah, so that um that pissed off Brian Cage and Swerve and him were arguing and uh, it didn't look great. And then in the other side, the um, Gates of Agony guys were over there and they were kind of like, what are you doing? <laughs> So if you care about the Mogul Embassy, it looks like there's some there's some trouble in paradise over there. And also, if you care about Nick Wayne, he has yet to win. But that's what I took from that. I'm not concerned about it. <laughs> He'll be fine. He's 18 years old. He's got like 20 years to <laughs> to have a career, at least. If he's sure. Billy Gunn, he's, he's at like 40 years to have a career. Um, let's see. What was next? Okay, this is the FTR promo segment. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Tony calls out FTR, and I, you know, as annoying as I find Dax a lot of the time, I do appreciate that uh, something about FTR is that they are so old school that they refuse to take the microphone from the interviewer, and they let the interviewer actually interview them. (laughs) So they just let Tony hold the microphone, which I think is bare minimum what everyone should, with respect, should do. And uh, they kind of they call out like kind of like a few teams that they have unfinished business with. They they mention Aussie Open, they mention the Young Bucks, they mention the Acclaimed. Um, but they you know they talk about uh, Max and MJF first, and uh, or sorry, uh, Max and uh, Adam first. And and yes, we do get we do get some like pinnacle lore here as uh, Cash is talking about how you can't trust the guy, believe him when he tells you who he is. You know, he's talking to Adam about this. We've worked with him. We saw firsthand the way he operates. Um, and then, and then Dax, Dax totally lost me 
with his promo where he was like, oh, I hate all the the comedy skits and the and, <laughs> and then he lied. He lied, Megan. He said that a dance contest broke out in the middle of the match. That's fucking untrue. It broke out before the match. Thank you very much. They respected the match. They yes. They did not ring the bell. They stopped the bell from being rung. Yes. I, I too was like, Dax, you're stretching the truth on this one. Um, but also Cash, he very pointedly referred to the other tag teams that they had business with as, quote, real tag teams. So he does not acknowledge mm-hmm. that this uh, thrown together MJF Adam pair, I think, is real. And because of that, I don't think he's taking them seriously in a way that they should. And then because uh, because it's Dax, he had to he had to relate the whole thing to um, something that happened to him when he was a, a teenager, and, uh, and that's and that's his motivation for for uh, beating up Max and Adam Cole next Saturday. Bullies. So yeah. So anyway, I uh, uh, I wasn't super into the promo, but I am super into the match, and I can't wait for the main event of Collision next week. I think that's going to be a really good one, and we talked about that on uh, on Wednesday as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Blood and Guts highlight package. I actually kind of skipped this because I was starting to run low on time, but uh, I'm assuming it was just your, you know, typical like, hey, this happened on this on this match. Yep, you didn't learn anything new. Okay, I didn't think so. It didn't look like it. Uh, next up, we had Taya Valkyrie versus Sky Blue, and um, I so Taya Valkyrie wins. But I li- I really liked it. I thought it was like a good David and Goliath type thing, and it was one of those matches where I wasn't sure who was going to win because while Taya Valkyrie is obviously well, here's the thing: so Taya Valkyrie has been getting a bigger push, but she's also lost a lot of title matches lately. So I thought like, mm-hmm. okay, so maybe she's on the way down, and Sky Blue's on the way up, obviously. So maybe Sky Blue will win. So I was I didn't know who's going to win it. So that's number one. That's good. And number two, I thought they worked it really well with the you know with the, like kind of the babyface uh, the underdog spots. And uh, yeah, I liked it. So, and I'm a, I think I'm a little higher than most people on Ty Valkyrie's work, though. So, um, and then uh, after the match, she cut a promo that was not good, but uh, but it did set up uh, her versus Britt Baker for Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, the crowd uh, they were not they were not on board with that promo. They were not on board with Dax's part of the promo either. So maybe they. New Jersey, very, you know, they love Max. Yeah, yeah. So Even though he would call them all pores. Maybe not now. He's Adam is helping him with his fear of poor people. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that that that's a good point though about the the crowd's reaction to Taya because I almost think like that might have been the promo. The promo I think she might have gotten thrown off by. She she looked like it like she's usually so confident and it seemed like they weren't responding to her the way she expected them to. And then it was like you could see she she like lost some of the oomph and then Mm. just got through it. But it was like, why? Why are you turning on tile? Like, you know, I don't know. It's like to me, there's no skin in the game because it seemed like Jersey was really pro like their people. But like, I don't think Sky Blue or Taya is one of theirs or one of their enemies, per se. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. they were just they were just pissed off for some reason. Yeah, she's a Canadian luchadora. They have no reason to feel one way or another about her. Um, They showed a a video package of uh, A.R. Fox, who beat Shane Taylor on Death Before Dishonor on the Zero Hour. 
Um, and he is, of course, heading into a match with Orange Cassidy on Wednesday that he will lose their <laughs> national title. I mean, so. they didn't mention that on the card, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Man, this, like, did you see that the uh, that that three way tag match that they have on Dynamite? It's a uh, Moxley and Claudio versus Lucha Brothers versus Best Friends. No, I don't remember seeing that card. That's a hot match. Yeah, I'm into that. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I guess that just takes us to the main event. Um, oh, <laughs> except they did they did announce next week on Collision also. Uh, they had breaking news to to tell us after the coming back from one of the breaks. It's going to be Buddy Matthews versus Andrade in a ladder match for possession of Andrade's mask. Yes. Yeah. Pry it out of Julia Hart's cold, dead hands. She's not yeah. going to give it up. Seriously. Like, you think she's going to adhere to that? Anyway. Um, well, so that, that should be good. Also, that uh, that harkens back to earlier in the night, Andrade showed up. And I guess security were like, no, you can't be here. And they kicked him out, and he was not happy about that. So House of Black cutting him off at all all opportunities. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I forgot that, yeah. They sent uh, him down oh, a stairwell oh, oh. or something. <laughs> they also said uh, um, it's um, El Hio do Vikingo, Action Andretti, yes. and Darius Martin versus Juice Robinson and the Guns. Um, so... Two things. Very exciting that Vikingo is in the match. Uh, very notable that Jay White is not in the match. So I think Vikingo is probably going to pick up a pin here on, <laughs> on somebody. <laughs> um, one of the guns, I imagine. But uh, but yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Just getting Vikingo on a random collision. Good. Hell yeah. Bring him yeah. in. Love yeah. it. And Megan, that takes us to our main event. Uh, Ricky Starks and Christian Cage versus CM Punk and Darby Allen. And this was great. This, see, okay, here's a here's a controversial statement. I like this match better than I like the 58-minute tag match from last week. All of your controversial statements are about how you like other matches more than the 58-minute tag team match, and I don't know how controversial they actually are. See, that's because you're not on you're not on wrestling Twitter. It would be very it's very controversial there. Really? Is the 58-minute tag like a Oh, people are like D- Dave Meltzer gave it five and a half stars in the Observer this past week. Uh, people are people are falling all over themselves saying it's um, like the best tag team match that's ever been on American television. Uh, you know, but the young like mugs that. weren't in it. Well, you know. <laughs> okay, I mean, I'm just saying they they choreographed they're, they're excellent matches. People, people who are talking about it are, are drawing the line between pay per view and television. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't. <sighs> Yeah, My I, attention think span. All, I think these people are all crazy, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like this better. And I think the main reason is uh, that Christian Cage was in it. And Christian Cage is 49 years old. And uh, he is, he was, I think he was the best worker in this match. I think he's, I think he's probably a top five worker in the company. If you really look at the roster, <laughs> like, like who's, who is better than Christian? Like Kenny Omega. <laughs> um, you're asking. Well, I mean, maybe just Kenny Omega, like Brian Moxley. Danielson, I guess, when he's healthy. Brian Danielson for sure, right? Yeah, Danielson. Uh, so Danielson, yeah, maybe Moxley. So, I would like, say yeah, the, the like, leaders like of the company, the ones who stepped up in the time of of great tumult. Yep. 
Yeah. Is, is yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's the people I would say, like, on a given day, like, these are the people I would like to watch have a match more than Christian Cage, Kenny Omega, John Moxley, Brian Nielsen. And that's the list. <laughs> this guy's fucking great. He rules, as yeah. I said. Um, he's just so he's just so good at being an asshole. And he's also good at, like, working. Do you follow him on Instagram? I don't. Is he a total D-bag on Instagram? Um, he posted a thirst trap on Instagram yesterday. Um, oh, hell yeah. Why don't you go find that real quick? Uh, he was he was responding to people making fun of him for wrestling in a uh, turtleneck. Um, oh, my God. Of course. Which I, mean, I find the turtleneck, like, very funny. Like It's a good I, heel attire. Yeah. It's yeah. like. I, That's all it is. I think the um, announced TV even said something like he had said he wrestles in the turtleneck because he's so good. Something like that. I don't know. Um, but I was just like, this man. Why can't I find his Instagram? Maybe it's on Twitter. Let me see if it's on Twitter. If it's on Twitter, I'll just screenshot it and send it to you. Oh, wait. I think I found it. <clears throat> uh, is it the suit? Is it the tux? No. Okay. Okay, it looks like maybe maybe it was maybe it was just a Twitter post, but uh, here I'll I'll just send it to you real quick. Send me that thirst trap, because he is amazing. But uh, oh wowzers! Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> look at that guy. There are so many abs. Yeah, he's going to be fifty this year, November thirtieth. <sighs> People are aging so well now. I don't I understand it. You know, modern medicine. Ugh. Modern modern medicine, modern training methods, you know. I guess, but okay, so Christian is firmly in the hot dad category. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, like, I, yeah, this was a fun match. Uh, you've never seen someone get more out of an arm ringer than than Darby and Punk got in this match in the early stages as they were, as they tagged back and forth about five different times and just kept ringing that arm of, uh, of, of Ricky Starks. But wait. Before that even happened, um, it was Starks because here's here's what happened. Christian and Ricky could not they both refused to get into the ring and they almost almost had that count out. Yeah. And Ricky was the one who was finally like, I care about this match more than like whatever they were trying to do. And so he got in at nine. I don't think I've ever seen that before. That was funny. No, no, they and they were very mad at each other. And so Ricky got in and then he immediately went into the arm trade-off yeah crowd was split on punk but less so than during his promo like it seemed like as when he was wrestling they were more they were more with him and it was the crowd was insanely loud during this match yeah they were there for it yeah um yeah i anyway i just uh, they kept cutting to scorpio sky yes uh, throughout the night up in the nosebleeds yeah watching darby um and i guess luchasaurus theoretically but anyway um but yeah like so they had i I thought this was a great tag team match uh ricky starks got the pin on darby allen held the rope again and then escaped and cm punk was mad Mm -hmm. and christian celebrated at ringside just put his fist up (laughs) as ricky starks music played I was I was so happy because I was just like, oh, this is like Christian's definitely eating the pin here because it doesn't matter. But uh, but no, like the bad guys won. Yeah, through cheating. I mean, that's that's the trend with Ricky Starks now. I guess his rope grab is 
signature move. Yeah, this is this is finisher. Ugh. I I did really love when Darby Topade, I think he hit he must have hit Ricky Starks and then he jumped back in the ring and he went to Tope Christian and Christian just stepped aside and pushed Luchasaurus into the way and and Darby just it was like hitting a brick wall. He just slammed into him and fell down. Yes, it was not was quite like, as good as the time he did it to Satnam Singh. Um but true. it was it was a close it ran a close second. Yeah. I yeah. liked it. And then Christian stepped in and was like, "Okay, that kid's down." And then he picked him up and threw him through the table. <laughs> I was just like, Man. "Excellent, excellent deal work." What a guy, man! I feel like I, I, we need to get Justin back on sometime just and just talk about how great Christian is because he's a he's a great uh, he's a great uh, believer in Christianity. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. So that was Collision. Another another good show. I thought. Yeah, I enjoyed. I'm curious to see how the ratings pan out because. They seem like they've been be low. I don't think they'll be good. I, I think it'll oh. be like last week was fine. Um, but I, I think because they didn't, they didn't, all they announced heading into this, I believe was the trios title match. And so if, if you weren't already planning on watching the show, you wouldn't even know that CM Punk was going to wrestle on it. I thought they did say like, I thought they had said not that CM Punk would wrestle, but that he would be present, not even like in action per se, but they were like, he's going to be there. Well, I guess we'll see how much that means. And I might have heard that on Rampage, to be honest with you. I can't remember. It all runs it's, together. It's very possible. Because I, I know I think they announced more matches on Rampage for Collision, so that would that would kind of make sense. I watched, I watched them very close together, so they do run together in my mind. Um, right. But yeah, all I remember hearing is like, CM Punk will be there. And I thought, that's kind of a weak at advertisement like what does that even mean of course he'll be there he works at the company like i don't know yeah yeah well uh this has been our longest collision show yet uh (laughs) actually the first one might have been longer um but uh but it's longer than we usually go so we're gonna get out of here uh, we'll be back uh, Thursday and not Wednesday. We don't do we don't do that show on uh, no nope, <laughs> same night. We're not doing that. <laughs> uh, that's a school night. Um, but uh, we will be back Thursday to talk about Dynamite with that exciting three way tag team match, <laughs> uh, and then presumably a uh, a rejoinder from Adam and Max as they as they head into final preparations for their tag team title shot. Yeah, they have to have like a hell of a bonding session. I don't know where mm-hmm. they're going to go now. They've already done the bar, video games, the gym, the restaurants. The restaurants. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what next? What do we got? Maybe like a sauna. Oh, God. It seems like a very MJF thing, though. You may have nailed it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, until then, uh, for. Megan, I'm Andy. This has been the Elite Beat Saturday night. E Elite Beat. E Elite Beat. <laughs>